welcome in, everybody. Sorry, I was still on hold for Taylor Swift tickets. I apologize. <laughs> uh, dropping in, dropping in a little late here. Uh, welcome, everybody. Episode 112 of the Dumb Marks Podcast, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch. Back at it again. Gentlemen, how we feeling? How we living? I'm good. Good? Mm-hmm. Good. Um, Didn't get Taylor so, Swift tickets, so. <laughs> no, no. That, that is the most ridiculous thing. I never, first off, I never thought we'd be talking about Taylor Swift on this podcast. Bro. That's number, one. <laughs> number two, what is the longest you would wait in line for tickets for an event for? Because I saw people, I've been in line for eight hours and then my code didn't work and I didn't even get tickets. And it's like, what? I, I don't think there's not a performer out there that I think I would wait eight hours for. To buy tickets to, no. Uh, Ham- <clears throat> we did tickets for Hamilton. That was pretty ridiculous too. I mean, seeing as she dropped her premiere one year ago today, or uh, two days ago, Adele. Nobody's waiting eight hours for Adele tickets. I'm not waiting in line for that. No. <laughs> Nobody's waiting eight hours for Adele. You got to be cra- like maybe Michael or Prince go, back Paul. in the day. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just read that shirt. That is um, Yeah, I'm not waiting in the line for the concert tickets. I'll listen to you on the radio and Spotify. Sorry. Yeah, like that's insane. I've done maybe half an hour for Lady Gaga. That's about it. And that was most of you trying to pick your seats out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Now, I mean, I, I never saw like the ridiculous amount, but whenever I whenever I worked at NRM in high school, there were people that like when tickets went on sale, like at nine or ten a.m., whatever it was, and because we had Ticketmaster in the store, it's like, there were people that would camp out, you know, and wait for the tickets. Well, that's waiting in line. That's different. Yeah, <laughs> that's but still different. even even waiting in line, like you know, back in the day, people would line up for WrestleMania for. Or, or like Duke, North Carolina games, they would camp out for three days before tickets would go on sale. Like, I just, I don't know. I've never, I've I'm never done camping. it. I don't think I can do it. Um, just something that's not, not in my nature. It's not in my DNA to, to sit around for nine hours to pay an exorbitant amount of money to go see somebody perform. Just, uh, not me. Not so I, I bought Taylor Swift tickets before. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I went on just to check to see the prices. Nowhere near what I paid last time. You're paying you're paying five hundred to sit up in the nosebleeds. Yeah, I looked at, in the corner. I looked at them this morning for um, her Friday show here. The cheapest is six hundred fifty seven dollars, and the cheapest one on Saturday is seven hundred fifty seven dollars. Slowly climbing. Yep, those are the cheapest up in nosebleeds. I mean, I saw the two hours just putting in work, Taquan. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like you're you're almost at half a work day. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, people were hot, man. Like, oh yeah, they were hot. And mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's am I that off on Taylor Swift? Like, is she that that person? Like, no. she's me that person. No, you're not her guy. She is because like no, this, this is like. This is like Madonna in the 80s as far as like waiting around for tickets goes. Like, I don't get it. No. Me and my one friend, uh, she calls her the queen. And I was like, no, there's only one queen. <laughs> That's Adele. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Adele's not a queen. She, she, Adele's, Adele's, <laughs> Adele's the queen. Right, we're not getting into more Adele arguments. <laughs> <laughs> I had my shirt ready, but it when not I got this it. yesterday. <laughs> Not doing it, not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that was the craziest thing I saw from the week so far. Um, <laughs> thank you. Bland as shit. Um, I just don't, I don't, I, I'll, I don't get the fascination. I don't think I'd even sit through a PowerPoint to explain to me why Taylor Swift is as popular as she is, but I mean, to each his own. So, I mean, she's got to push it off. That's about it. I mean, you're, but Steve, you're also not a PSL basic white girl either. So, well, we know we're talking about lie on that line. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you ain't playing in the snow like the rest of us. <laughs> I stay indoors when it snows outside. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Any um, what up? How was everybody's week? We good? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Uh, anybody else got anything intro wise they want to touch on? Yes, uh, since Taquan brought up uh, unseasoned chicken, um, me and Jason uh, this week at work we put out <laughs> we put out the uh, what is it the Black Panther Wakanda cookbook. So yeah. so see that right. so I was like Jason, I bet you what's the I bet you that chicken is going to be the first recipe in there. So the first food recipe in there was glazed Roadrunner chicken. They, they put you in some sauces first, so it didn't seem bad. In the first actual <laughs> solid meal. The real so, recipe. The real recipe was chicken wings. Fried chicken wings. <laughs> All right, so now, was this, to was our, this... our new segment of Cooking with the Dumb Marks. <laughs> <laughs> is this, uh, it, now, is this, is this cookbook, is this written by uh, WP or BP? Uh, <laughs> because if it's WP and they're just, you know, Culture vulture in the the Bacardi, hey. you know, to get money. Like I'm not, I'm not eating your Roadrunner glazed chicken. But if it's mm-hmm. BP, I'm out there buying that cookbook, and we in the kitchen. We got we got Wakanda for, uh, forever hair products. I'm not even sure I'm allowed to use it, but uh, it's like <laughs> they put their name on everything. What hair? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that beard oil. That Wakanda beard mm-hmm. oil. That's what you're getting. I mean, that's not a shot. I got nothing either. <laughs> it's definitely WP because it's Disney, so there's nobody that high up. That's BP making those choices. Sorry. I wonder if they consulted any BPs for that. <laughs> so, like, did they bring anybody in to go over recipes? I don't know. Anybody or got a copy or of explain recipe? seasonings? Like, did they bring them they, in? To explain they consulted me, the guy who's salt and pepper. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, did they, did they bring him in to explain that season season salt, Lowry season salt, is different than Himalayan sea salt? Like, did they bring that in to break it down to that level? They do have a recipe in there for uh, spicy ketchup. So I asked Jason, "How do you make spicy ketchup?" Go, hey, Jason. What you say? Hey, Frank's and ketchup. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh man. During, during, uh, during the election season, uh, the Daily Show, they did a segment like talking about the candidates, and Roy Wood asked about like Pete Buttigieg. He goes, if Pete Buttigieg went to a soul food restaurant, would that be pandering? And everybody started going, yeah, pandering. And then one guy was like, what did he order? <laughs> like one word. Like one yeah, recipe. No Lowry's, no Everglades, no Stubbs, <laughs> no Mrs. Dash. There's not. There's none of that in that cookbook. 
man, y'all lost me at Lowry's. Yeah. And like there's this one thing in there, but but it's nothing but a barbecue. Wait, uh, wait, 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 pause, 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 pause. Lost you at Lowry's? Yeah. I know of Lowry's. That's about it. I just know seasoning salt. I got three spices in my cupboard. Salt, seasoning, salt, and pepper. So you got Lowry's in the cupboard? Yeah. Okay. And that's it. Right. Nice. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, it's look. just not put together. That's what it is. It's just look, not put together. What chicken is supposed to taste like? Chicken. Not lemon pepper. Chicken. Well, don't disgrace lemon pepper like that, okay? Let's not. Don't even do that, okay? All right? You'll have, the, you'll have the Strippers Union of America after you, dis- you disgrace lemon pepper like that, okay? That's how you get patrons in the door, all right? <laughs> I can't test to that. <clears throat> and I saw that argument too. Do strip clubs have the best wings? And I was like, ah, do we want to go there? Close. Close. I, I've never ate anything. <laughs> One of our friends said they had the best chicken sandwich. So. I mean, they're. I've been still in a couple. To eat. <laughs> <laughs> the whole yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's not even allowed to fly over Atlanta at this point. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What else we got for the that, intro? Anything? That shirt is what you need to wear when, if you ever go to Atlanta. I'm wearing this, I'm wearing this forever. <laughs> um, Monday, uh, the Video Game Awards announced uh, nominees for the uh, awards show coming up. So I'm just going to do it. I see you. <laughs> so, uh, so Game of the Year. Game of the Year is always the biggest one, so I'm just going to read off the nominees for Game of the Year. Uh, A Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, um, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade 3. Okay, pause real quick. How is get, how is God of War, Ragnarok in for Game of the Year whenever it literally just came out two weeks ago? Yes, when it was nominated, it wasn't even a week old yet. wasn't even like, a that- week old. You can't do you you can't do that. Like, no, that's like the Oscars when they when they nominated a movie that came out in January for for the 20, 2022 Oscars, but it came out January because of their their weird scheduling. However mm-hmm. they do it, like you can't nominate a game that's a week old. Even though I, I'm not going to argue whether or not it is Game of the Year because I've heard nothing but good things about Ragnarok. But at the same time, like you can't do that. I would say yeah. yeah I was going to say Elden Ring. Based mm-hmm. off of everything that I've seen and heard, I have not played on the ring. My son has; he loves it, tremendous. But yeah, I, so I don't know. Like, you can't not for me. Yeah, God of War is fantastic. It is game of the year, but it's not this year game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this year game of the year. No, I'll give it to Elder Ring because everybody talks about how good Elder Ring is and everything. Didn't that just come out yesterday? Yeah, so it can't qualify. Well, it can't qualify. It can't qualify. It can't qualify. <laughs> well, remember, uh, I think it was last year. Um, was it Call of Duty won? And when it won, it just came out that same day when it won. I mean, well, AEW is telling the wars they won already in the game. It even dropped. Best sports game of the year already. It's not I mean, even it's out. Lot, it's a lot like the Academy Awards. Like all these people get like the the people that vote. You know, they get the copies months and months in advance. The, the pre screener, so they probably got the pre screeners of the games too. The fans make that determination. I don't so, like when when do we draw the line and just stop doing award shows? Right. Like, 
I mean, they're they're not like they're not relevant no more. Like mm-hmm. a, a Grammy, a Grammy don't mean what a Grammy used to mean. No. Same with an Oscar. I like I feel like the you know sports, we see it with the Pro Bowl and everything else, like all-star game, like all those all those awards that used to give you incentives, incentives in your contract and everything else, like they don't mean nothing no more. It's a popularity contest. But it knows you got accolades behind it. Like you have you have proof, like stats to go with it. But so something that's not everything else is just subjective. Something that's not on the up and up that's tied directly to your financial gain in your contract. Like, you know, singers that win Grammys get more money, but the Grammys are the labels pushing who's nominated for the Grammys to where Mm -hmm. they can bank off of that. We see it all the time. And I feel like it's just like that with every other award show. Like Mm -hmm. just make the announcement and put it out. Like, yeah, you know, baseball announced the MVP awards this week and everything else. And it was cool. You just did an announcement. I don't need an award show for that. Like, well, I mean, that's true too, but I'm just saying like, they don't, they don't mean what they used to mean. At least I don't feel like they do. So does the NBA have a show or is it just NFL? Um, no NBA doesn't. Uh, I think they they may do something. I'm not sure. Dave, come in with the dad jokes again. Guys <laughs> <laughs> on fire this morning. Um, yeah, that's just like um, what was it? Uh, Far Cry Six. They put out a game of the year edition, <laughs> and it didn't win a single game of the year award at all. <laughs> so, so yeah. so yeah, so that was just the studio just trying to push it just for more money there. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The Grammys is probably the biggest farce of them all. You see how many artists don't even go, or or tell the or tell the award show, hey, don't even nominate me, yeah. like, don't even nominate me. So I mean, it's all subjective. Yeah, or the movies, like the best picture, you think is the people. one that everybody goes to, but it's all like some like the DVD, yeah, some yeah, some drama type thing. It's always the artistic movies that get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not the one that made like two billion dollars worldwide. Um, anything else? Right <laughs> uh, yeah, they just rolled out. Uh, Disney is raising their prices this year to a, a dynamic situation, which means they're charging like uh, single tickets are going to vary per day. A range of fifty dollars, for the most part. So if they, on your busiest day, so if you go on like a Monday, it's going to be like standard base price. You go on the weekend, it's going to be fifty dollars more, and everything. Wait, to, to go to a movie? No. Oh no, uh, to the theme parks. Oh, yeah, no, nah, pass. There were their tickets were already overpriced as it is to walk around in a like a, a herd of cattle where everybody's shoulder to shoulder. Like I never took my kids to Disney and I may be a bad parent. You may come at me for that. But at the same time, like I don't see how that can be an enjoyable experience. Bro, all we did was wait in lines. Yeah. Like you're riding good. one thing, two things. I'm not paying $120 to walk around for seven hours and ride two rides. And that's when <laughs> you got to buy the fast pass or whatever they're calling it these and, days. And that's each. That's $120 each. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then now, like, 
it used to be you bought a ticket and you got all the parks. Now you're going to have to buy for a ticket for each park. Nah. Nope. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to take kids to Kennywood anymore. <laughs> Kennywood does that. Now, Kennywood been doing that. Oh, per day? Yeah. Monday oh, through yeah. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Monday through Thursday is a price and the weekends is a different price. The, the the best way to get around that is by the season pass on Black Friday that, because it. it's remember the Pepsi cans had uh, coupons on the back. I miss those days. Where <laughs> miss those days. Absolutely. Eagles will sell those discount tickets. No. They do, but they're <laughs> no, they they're don't. only for like special days. I thought they didn't anymore because after COVID, uh, Kennywood kept everything in house and didn't release anything to any stores. So oh, you yeah. had to buy their prices. Maybe John Eagle prices. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they kept everything in house now. Might have to go them Black Friday deals. <laughs> Remember Same General Mission when he just used to pay like ten dollars just to walk around, or after yeah, a certain walk night? around and eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. after five, it was it was seven dollars after five, and you could mm-hmm. just walk around and eat. That was great. Um, well, speaking of Black Friday, speaking of Black Friday, head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash Dunmark's Pod. Pick up twenty percent off your Dunmark's merch. Had to get that seamless plug in there. <laughs> um, right on cue. Mm-hmm. Right on cue. Had to do it. Um, all right. Are we good? We got a lot to get into for Bell to Bell. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to take any more time. We're already almost 18 minutes in. So let's let's jump into this. All right. Bell to Bell this week. Obviously, we have AEW full gear tonight. and We'll get into that. We're going to run down the card, break that down match by match. 13 um, matches. Say it, we'll save it. Um, <laughs> but I I texted Chris, I'm like, hey, you got a title for the show this week? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, th- call it complete 180. Like, cool. So what's that mean? Well, 180 degree turn, right? There's a certain things, especially in pro wrestling, that I saw this week that were a complete 180 <laughs> that I'm on board with. And then there's some things that were a complete 180 that I'm just not behind at all. Um, and we'll get into that. So before we deep dive into AEW with the card and everything else, the biggest complete 180 for me this week, and I'm sure everybody else is talking about it already, but because we do a Saturday show, you're going to have to sit here and listen to our takes on it. Um, uh-huh. Austin Theory. Austin Theory for me, biggest 180 of the week. Uh, I'm doing this stuff all wrong. Yeah, I did too. You spent the entire show reinventing one individual, and it worked to a T. Mm-hmm. I agree. It had, it had me buy in. Um, even just the the change with no cell phone, not goofy smiling, yes. and add a little scruff to the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was enough for me to go. Okay, I see the change physically. And then I see your attitude and your actions change immediately as well. And I was like, okay, but now let's let's see where we go. We can run with this and take the ball and go with it. And I don't think I would. That's the thing that I like the most because it was like he act. It was the personality. You could tell that the personality changed. Mm-hmm. Like there's some people that you know they change their characters and it's the same thing, just a different different look. You could tell his personality was actually different on Monday night. The best problem you got. Since he's been out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jake, I'll give I'll I'll 180 myself here. The reasoning he gave in his promo 
is what you said on the show last week. Why am I going to go after Roman? He got everybody and their mother are surrounding him mm-hmm. constantly. No matter if he's down and out or not. I've tried it twice already. Tyson Fury and uh, whoever else. Yeah. Yeah, Brock. Mm-hmm. So what? what's the point in doing that? And I'm like, okay. All right. Makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) But you gave me you gave me believability behind the action. Mm, That mm -hmm. makes sense. So I could buy the action going forward. And that's all that that, that's all that I asked for. Now, if you would have dropped the ball continuity wise like they've done in the past with this. So where they wouldn't even have addressed it and just Mm -hmm. turned them on a dime like that. And we're sitting here like, well, what's what's the reason? I was was he still would have came out with the cell phone. Yep. I was fully expecting the way. And you could see that was a different thing. That was him down down and out. The way comes and help him out. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting this full full on turn. And I liked it. It went from Vince booking to like Vince gimmick. The Triple H series gimmick. Yeah, now we can now let's let we we got the we got the starting off point, right? We got the okay, we're out of the blocks. Now let's see where you run and take it. So don't know how how high up it'll go, where they decide to push it to, but at least we got a clear cut day one start point, and now we can judge it based off of that. Yeah. And what they've done day one. I don't think I would have changed anything about it. So kudos to them for addressing that. Um, 180 again last night on SmackDown. Drew joined in the crew last week. It's like, all right, what are you doing? Like, you know, Seamus is brought all over continents and everything else. You hate each other's guts. But you flip it around and you lean into it right away and talk about, hey, even though we've done all this, we got this brotherhood and this, this, you know, this bond. Everybody fights with their brother. Everybody can relate to that. So let's put our differences aside, come together and go after this common enemy. So they're the BCC now. Yeah. Even doing the wedding. Social media. I got to plead with you in order to be my brother. And then they tied it all together and put a nice bow on it by adding Kevin Owens at the end of the night. I got to figure. I, I figured that was coming. Yeah. So they threw out but all I'm, the rumors all week that Kevin Owens was was injured last weekend, and mm-hmm. here he comes back. Well, we still don't know whether or not he is injured. We, we can see how much he actually does in the match, but taking even taking that whole aspect out of it and just looking at it from the the addition standpoint. It makes sense. You know, you can see you can see there's gonna be a point in this match in Nerf games. I'm still calling it Nerf games because <laughs> War Games still doesn't it still doesn't give me that war games feel. But you can see there's gonna be a moment in a match where everybody else is laid out and it's gonna be Sammy and KO standing across from each other. And what are you gonna do? Sammy Zane, what are you gonna do in that moment? Are you are you gonna you know, fight forever with, you know, your best friend, your bitter enemy, the person you've been up and down the roads with the longest, 
Because you want the like Dave, or was he just trying to make it look like he was on? <laughs> it's all work. <laughs> and also, the thing I like, you got three people in the match that can can contend for the belt, even though they're not going to be the one to throw them. You have three people in the mix: Drew, Sheamus, Kevin Owens. We we'll have to talk about that later, Ty. Yeah, that that's that's something for they're they're dead and buried. Um, we asked that question on last week's show, and they gave us that by by midnight last Saturday night. That was that was answered. Um, uh, yeah, and he said something else this week that just like, are you trying to kill your promotion? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I was kudos to the one eighty on that as well. Like, loved it. So from from that standpoint, um. Even with the women to a degree, I'm not fully on board with the women, but adding Rhea and Mia, based off of how Mia came in, mm-hmm. how hot Rhea is right now, like there's more dynamic and more storylines in that match because I ultimately want to get Bianca versus Rhea at WrestleMania. That's where I want to go. Yeah. Me personally. Same. And this is and this is the way this last week or yeah. Right. You saw the, the little backstage eye to eye last week. You're getting the addition to re into the match now. Like let's let's build to that. And they you know they're off to a good start. I still don't know who the fifth woman's gonna be. I saw, you know, Candace Ray name floated out there. She doesn't have enough steam, I don't think, behind her to be added in. Yeah, um, she has experience. You know, rumor is Charlotte Flair's coming back, but I don't see you can't add Charlotte to a babyface team. That won't make yeah. sense. Um, so I don't know where they go, you know, Sasha would make sense, but who knows where she's at right now? She's, she's out there trademarking, you know, bank money, money statement, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I I just don't know who they get as a fifth wheel to that group. Just don't be, uh, don't be Beth Phoenix. Yeah, I, I saw that sense. name flooded out there um, because Rhea taking her out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a natural link. What about Dewdrop? But not as Dewdrop as Piper Niven. I wouldn't mind that because she's has she's experiencing stuff like that cage matches. So you got her and Nikki, like at, you know, tethering different stories together. So. There's an there's a couple options. I, I I definitely don't want to see Dana Brooke added in. No, no, I don't think they can do anything with her to get her over. Future endeavor, yeah. get her over. Enhancement talent. That's all <laughs> she's been. Dave, I got. It. <laughs> I got um, I got I pretty much have Yankee candle upstairs in my in my front door closet um, with the amount of candles my wife buys. So don't don't tempt me, okay? Uh, if content gets that bad, I, I you know I'll go out there and do that. But look, Jay pulled up the candle right now. Little tricks. But yeah, so I mean, I'm the 180s I saw this week, main roster wise, I liked. It, it it caught it caught me to a point where okay, you got go home shows next week. 
I'll actually buy into Survivor Series as of this moment today. Now, they may completely shit the bed next week, and I won't be interested at all. But after Monday and Friday, I'm I'm in so far. So when does this uh, World Cup or whatever it is pay off? Is that a Survivor Series 2, or is that going through it? I don't know if they said. Okay. So that's a 180 I did not like last night. I don't understand how you take Gunther and make him act like a toddler that's seen a ghost under their bed. Yes. In the form of Braun Strowman. There is no reason why Gunther should be acting like that when he sees Strowman. None at all. It's a complete it's a complete 180 of his character. I hate when they book heels like that. No. Especially whenever he's got people or to surround him to back him up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's always was stoic with everybody. Like, I'm going right. to just stand there like face-to-face with Seamus like he did that. Like, everything's happening around him. He's just standing face-to-face. And it's Braun Strowman for crying out loud. The jobber yeah, they- jobbers. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wonder if Strowman, like, not that he went off you know, in business for himself there. But at the same time, did they really tell him, hey, go out there and no sell that chop? Because the chop is Gunther. I was going to say, whenever he's known for his chops. Yeah. You got to make him look big. Because you know he's winning and you know it's going, the match is coming. He only was bought back for kids to scream. That was it. I can't I can't take Braun winning this World Cup and getting the Intercontinental title match. Like that's no, where I no. don't want to see this. But unfortunately, Jason I feel called like that that's last week. It, the way they were that he had his own graphic and everything. Yeah, it no. Do I want it to happen? No, but I, I knew it was coming. Um anything else you saw Monday or Friday night from WWE that stood out 180 wise or other? I like the main events, but I hated that every single group faction or whatever was interfering with the match. I mean, those matches were good. They yeah. didn't need all the run-ins and everything like that. If you're going to do that, I could watch that shit on Wednesday. <laughs> you're not wrong. I agree with you there. Um, Tuesday, NXT... 180. If you're going to give me Carmelo and Braun, I'm cool. They teased it. So at least go with it. I don't, you know, I still don't, you know, like the fact that we get in Melo for the title again in the North American, but at least if you're going to break off and do that, then, then I'm okay with it. Um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of the the main event for with Mandy and and Alba Fire? Didn't I had no idea who the chick was. So when she popped up on the ladder, I'm like, "Who is this?" And even whenever they explained who it was, I'm still like, "Who is this?" I knew who so, she was, but it didn't. It wasn't a pop for me. I missed it. <laughs> I watched the first half of the show. I fell asleep yeah. on the second half. So, who was it? And it's a, I don't it's, even remember her name. Is, I, 
I can't uh, I trouble with. What up, Kenny? Go on, Kenny. Is Ladon? I struggle with the first name. Isla. Uh, yeah, it's I Isla. Yeah, I struggle. Yeah, with I, I know you talking about. Yeah, but I mean, I okay. She has history with Alba Fire from NXT UK, but I I don't know. She got history with Kaylee Ray, not Alba Fire. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was a way for Mandy to pick up a win without actually beating Alba again, mm-hmm. because then you take all Alba's credibility out the window because she's tried how many times and has lost. So I get that. Um, but then who, who is that next person? I know, I know, Ty, but it was a good show whenever it was on. It was a strong, it was a strong show. Yeah, they're. At least you have Melo sitting there for Braun. Yeah. But women's yes. wise, NXT right now, Man, you got I, nobody. Far and few. I, I struggled with Zoe as much as I'm a fan. Dude, that, that, I got to a point where I had to fast forward that. The problem was bad. problem was bad. You could have gave me bullet points. They let her go on too long. Mm-hmm. Then the crowd got to her. You could tell. Mm-hmm. Like At one point, the crowd did get to her. It was just like, yeah, wrap this up. Yeah, here's a place. I just can't pull off the hill yet. Well, we'll see. I mean, sink or swim, I guess. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, you got to be able to step up in those moments. I don't yeah. care how good your in-ring work is. Yeah. Like, and not saying that Nikita would have done any better in that situation because she is what she is on the microphone as well right now. But. If you got if you got two women that can't really carry the microphone yet, there's no reason why you give one of them a a freaking ten minute promo segment. No. <laughs> no. Like I just didn't under I really didn't understand that. Your uh, your thoughts on deadline? <laughs> so let's talk about the ironclad survivor. Get a pin, go to the penalty box combination of TNA match that's never been done in WWE before, but they're touting it like it's their own invention. No. I think it's too much. Yeah. Like there's too many things involved with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you just even take out the penalty box aspect of it, there's still a lot, but I can get that more. Yeah. And I don't, I don't well, like that every five minutes. It's elimination chamber without the chambers mm. with, <laughs> with a penalty the box. <laughs> and the last person in, instead of having an advantage being the last person in, they're at a disadvantage because they don't have as much time on the clock to get as many wins as mm. people that have been in there since the start. Time, me and Don were talking about this the other day. We both like the scramble match. Back yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That was one of the good things that came out of the Adam Lee era. Yeah. Was yeah. that. I enjoyed that. I wish they would do that more, some or just revamp it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it kept you on your toes. It was yeah. like, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Yeah, you know, it just kept you guessing. It's like, and I get that this is an evolution of that, but no. there's too much other yeah. shit in the match. Mm-hmm. Like, like Stone or like Stone like Sean said, um, like, okay, if you lose, like, if you take the pin, you have to go on the penalty box. I'd rather if you take the pin, just 
you get deducted a point if you have them. Or yes. You can get yeah. a negative or something. Yeah, you lose. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. I don't need hockey and wrestling. No. Yeah, I... <laughs> But that was a good thing, though. Yeah, I, I, I like your idea better, Chris, with having them. If they got a, if they got a point, you lose one. If you get mm-hmm. pinned, submitted, or disqualified, like, so even if you don't have a point, then you're negative. It's like now you got to fight back. Yes. To, to get out of the negative. And then what does the DQ do? Does that put you in the box, or does that take off a win, a pin? It, it gives the person a win. If oh. They, okay. It gives the person a win, and the other person has to go in the penalty box. That's oh just too much. Too much. Yeah, yeah, like you know, it's the it's the ten, you know, the ten pounds of stuff in a five pound bag. Yeah. Or keep it simple, as they say. Um, I mean, I don't, yeah, doubt, I mean, that, don't doubt the match will be good, but it's, yeah, it's just too much going on. Yeah, I watched that video. Of Sean explain it. I was like halfway through. I was like dozing off, just like, why are we still going with this? <laughs> like, you're yeah, it was, way a, too it was much. a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, but I get it. You got, you know, you had war games taken away, so you got to add a match to NXT that means something in that vein or, or that they can put their stamp on as their yeah. match. Um, it's just maybe after this year, you tweak it, you, you take the best parts yeah, of it, and to see how it is, we'll we'll see how it goes, and yeah. And next year will be the championship scramble, <laughs> and I'd be okay with that, yes. Uh, anything else WWE wise? All right. So before we get into AEW and break down Full Gear and the one eighties that have gone on in that promotion from Full Gear twenty twenty one to Full Gear twenty twenty two, let's just get let's get the NWA stuff out of the way. Okay, <laughs> get it out of the way. Um, I went back on YouTube this week and I watched Nick Aldis's sit down with Sam Roberts. Okay. Um, really good interview. About an hour. About an hour and a half, roughly. Um, I didn't even know that interview, so I hope to go back and ch- check that out. Yeah, and he talked a, talked a lot about why he left, his reasonings for leaving, the relationship, how it fizzled out. Um, nothing he said was a burial of Billy Corgan or the NWA as a whole. It was basically the point where, hey, this – product is not for me anymore it's not what i envisioned it's not where i wanted it to go it's not what we started with whenever i was the 10 pounds of gold and leading up to all in and everything else um you know up until pandemic hit um and i think that's the that's the key point in all of this is how much pandemic played a role in the nwa yeah. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, you look at their roster. You look at their roster pre-pandemic. You had Eddie Kingston. You had Ricky Starks. Um, I didn't even a know Eddie other Kingston was in, in the NWA, but I knew Ricky Starks was there. Yeah, Thunder, you had, Thunder was there. Thunder was Thunder there. there. Um, so you, you had you had a couple of people that were stars and draws that were coming into their own because of the NWA and their ability to talk on the microphone, a la Starks and Kingston that had the ability to be on Nick's level when it came to challengers. Fast forward through pandemic, those people that are there left 
They signed with AEW. Some left and went elsewhere. Um, so your roster slims down and your potential matchups for who can go toe-to-toe with Nick kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Now, to Nick's credit, you know, the stuff with Trevor leading up to Trevor beating him at the at the chase and everything else, the Harley race tie-ins, all that stuff, story-wise, that's a hell of a story to tell. And you have that moment and you crown that champion based off of the story and it worked and everything is good. But that's not the champion that you hit your wagon to. It's not it's not the one that's gonna draw and put butts in seats. Mm-hmm. So you do it for the moment, great, but you needed to have that next person in line to come behind Trevor to be the one to pick up, and then you can sprinkle Nick in as you see fit. They never had nobody behind Trevor to do that. So then it got to the point where, hey, we're not drawing. We're not making money. Nobody's buying tickets. So now we got to put you back into the fold. Speaking of Nick. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So then it looks like Nick's politicking to get himself put back in the spot again. But it's not it's not that way, even though it could be seen that way through the locker room's eyes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like Nick said, up until that pandemic era with the NWA and where they're at, Corgan was kind of hands off. I'll sprinkle in ideas. And you guys, you you run it. You do it. You handle it. We've seen this with AEW with Tony Khan. But then Billy took over, and you can see he's not good at this. Like He's he's not good at, at booking professional wrestling. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Where did you hear that before? I don't know. There's another, there's another promotion. I think they might be on Wednesday nights that we've been having the same discussion about lately. <laughs> So then you ultimately you get to this point now. (laughs) (laughs) But you get to the point now where you have a pay-per-view nobody cared about. Good one, Dave. (laughs) You have your biggest star in the company suspended, already announced his contract's up, he's done. And you put the title on an individual, not even not even taking the the person the the personable side of him, right? I'm just talking strictly as a wrestler, okay? Not factor in and everything else that he does off camera, outside of the ring. But before we get work, into that, I, I, we we did overlook Matt Cardona being champion briefly. Unfortunately, and I felt like that was kind of getting people tied back into the company. No, and then he happen. got hurt. And, and then, yeah, and then it went right yeah. back to the way it was. Yeah. But again, the Cardona, the Cardona stuff was Nick. That wasn't Billy. That was Nick and Matt. Okay. So you had two. You had two. Two guys that have been in the business for you know twenty plus years, starting to heat things back up. Yeah, just wrestling wise, there's no there's no promotion out there. I don't care how indie of an indie you have, 
where Tyrus would be your champion. Mm. No. no. And I saw the clip numerous times of him jumping off the middle turnbuckle and trying to. <laughs> he pulled him out. Yeah. The... <laughs> I, I didn't see anything from the match. I didn't go back and watch it. I'm not sure if I will go back and watch it, but. Never watch it. I don't but... like I. I really do feel like that's the the end of the NWA. So Billy said this week, and I think this might be the he doubled down. I think this is going to be a recurring segment from Billy of what did Billy say this week to to kill the NWA? Uh, it was what you saw in the main event is where the NWA is moving forward with the type of match that they had. So whether the match was good or not, I'm not sure. So I can't sit there and talk about it. But he goes, and if you didn't like that match, don't watch. Just like <laughs> hell of a way to promote the NWA. Hell of a way. Oh. <laughs> Defensive. That's not yeah. way to go. <laughs> and Tyrus's tweet wasn't any better, or or IG or whatever he put out wasn't any better. What yeah, I don't even that? feel. I don't even feel like I need to read it um, because it just. I, he talked about the the woke wrestling fans, and he hears all their. Yeah, it's yeah, it's no, like so yo, his normal no, stuff. No, yeah. Once you say that, where you bring in political yeah. stuff with me, that that that's different. Yeah. No. I mean, that's pretty much the tagline these days, yeah. Dave. No one's watching, anyways, mm-hmm. and it's it's sad because, like we said last week on the show, I was fully behind Empower and watched it faithfully on a weekly basis, and it was arguably the favorite show of the week for me. Pre-pandemic, try getting back into it when it came back. Not really my cup of tea, and it's just been on a further nosedive. And that was the exclamation point, or the nail in the coffin, from my standpoint, was last Saturday night. And unfortunately, see, like lately, I'm feeling the same way about MLW. You know, it's just like, and like I'm gonna give them a shot because I do like MLW, and I'm hoping it will get better, especially if they start doing stuff live. But right now, it's like. Since the pandemic, it's just been tough for me to get in, like actually into it. And not only that, MLW is still at this standpoint because they pre tape so much stuff. You yeah. still have Carrion Cross on your TV because <laughs> <laughs> of how far behind you are. It's like I, I kind of feel like okay, maybe I'll just wait right now and whenever they get back closer into tapings. It's like now you have cross feuding with Enzo on MLW, and yet he's in a match last <laughs> night with like. <laughs> yes, NWA still has Ice Cube. Um, yeah, I don't, there. I to me, that's just one off the list that I don't have to pay attention to anymore. Yeah. So, um. I, I really want to get into impact, but for sake of time, we'll we'll save that um because they had a they had a good show last night. Um a good go home show Thursday night and then into their special last night. So I don't wanna take time away because I know you guys didn't really uh watch it. So there's no point in me just talking about it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Rick, Rick Rude did not appear uh, on the same night either. Um, I don't know if that ruins your childhood, but hey, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, 
that's a bigger question to get into um, because I saw I saw somebody else on Twitter and I forget who it was, but they they talked about that. Never mind. Well, I don't want to sidebar and go off into that. So AEW full gear, right? Let's just talk about one eighties real quick before we get into the card and what we saw Wednesday night, right? So last year, full gear, twenty twenty one. This was your card, right? You had Sheeta and Thunder Rosa against Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose. MJF versus Darby Allen. Lucha Brothers against FTR. Danielson against Miro. Christian Cage, Jurassic Express against the Super Click. So Cole and the Young Bucks. Cody Rhodes and Pac against Malachi Black and Andrade. Britt against Ty Conti, CM Punk against Eddie Kingston, Inner Circle against Men of the Year, and then Hangman against Omega. My biggest 180 from last year's card to this year's card is that main event segment and that main event match. You had one of the best stories going in Hangman and Kenny. It was a two-year build. You you were wanting the culmination of seeing Heyman become champion. In this year's main event, I have no interest in. Wednesday night was a terrible go-home segment for this matchup between MJF and Mox. To me, they both cut the same promo for three weeks. MJF not being on TV because he was filming the Von Eric movie, I think, killed this matchup. I get that. The only thing, the only thing that I saw on Wednesday, which I brought this up a couple weeks ago, William Regal is the X Factor in this match. And if he turns on Mox as MJF, you know, being the devil, and that's how he gets the title. I'm, all, I'm okay with it. That's the only interest I have in this match. Other than that, I don't want to see it, which is crazy because it's MJF and Mox. Hmm. Say what you will about Mox from the other three guys on this show. Oh, I'll say a lot. Oh. <laughs> I'm automatically out. <laughs> but there's if no – but If you gave me him and Punk, uh, MJF and Punk, I'd have been more invested. I just can't take Moxley. Can't. There's no interest here. Like, I don't want to, like, MJF winning his first world title should be a big freaking deal. Mm-hmm. Do you hold off because of the buildup is so wishy-washy? I don't think you can hold off. MJF got the send the crowd home happy promo after the show went off the air on Wednesday. Tony Khan was in the ring with him. And normally that's your, that's your baby face, your... You know, your biggest star, you know, the Young Bucks used to do it. Kenny, Mm -hmm. Cody, Eddie Kingston done it before here in Pittsburgh. Like those are – Britt has done it. So those are your your people, your faces. And MJF got that spot on Wednesday night after the crowd. And he cut a good promo, you know, still blurred the lines as MJF, but he addressed some things and everything else. And you can find that online. I'm not going to go into details here. But I just feel like to have the culmination of MJF winning his first world title, 
it should be a bigger field and bigger buzz around it. And to me, there's no buzz at all around it. And I could be cynical looking at it that way. I'm not hyped up for it. Has there been any, any, any title match this year? Something that's been like worthy of, I mean, that you were interested in. Hangman, I mean, that fell off at the end. Well, no, Hangman and Punk I wanted to see. Mm. Even though I, I didn't want Punk to win it, but like they had me they had me wanting to see the match. Okay. You know, Hangman and Danielson at the beginning of the year, there was intrigue there. But you know, ever since Punk first won the belt, the world title Spot. Say what you will for injury and tournaments and everything else, and Mox winning it twice. Like, I, I just feel like there's not the buzz that there should be around it for it being your world championship match. Now, I saw a lot of people online. Well, Punk's going to walk out and steal MJF's moment after he wins the belt. He's, he tore his tricep. He's injured. Like. <laughs> I don't, and I don't know why you would think Punk would come back based off of everything that's gone on. Or I saw this one. This was this was the better one. Uh, the Elite are going to beat the Death Triangle, and then Punk's going to come out on stage and be joined by FTR. That don't no. Guys, FTR. Tony Khan came out this week and said, yeah, FTR is one of the best tag teams in the world. I want to feature them more. Bro, they haven't wrestled on Dynamite since May. It's that freaking November. Right. You had the best tag team in the world right now on your show, and they haven't wrestled on Wednesday night in a tag team match since May. What are you doing? The momentum they had the first half of the year has completely dropped off in the second half. And that, that's almost a universal theme for AEW. We talked about Wardlow, how hot he was in the first half of the year. Dropped off. FTR, how hot they were. Dropped off. And it's You could probably go up and down the card and discuss that. Jade was more hotter earlier in the year than she is, I think, right now. It's just... it's For me, one character failing after another in the company. Like they, they just He's not doing a good job. This is F- FTR, right? That Dax tweeted this out, and just bear with me here, right? Some of these aren't aren't in AEW, but this goes to show you where just goes to show you where they were at. You had FTR against the Rock and Roll Express, FTR versus Punk and Mox, FTR Briscoe's one, Briscoe's two, Young Bucks, FTR Aussie Open. FTR Swerve on Our Glory, FTR Cobb versus Khan, Dax against CM Punk, Dax versus Cash, Dax versus Adam Cole, Dax versus Osprey, Dax versus Lethal, Dax versus Claudia. I mean, that's a hell of a resume for 2022. But how many of those matches, tag team wise, were in AEW? How many of those matches were after June? That's the other point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the other freaking point. I get it. The acclaim popped up hotter than fish grease. 
So sometimes you got to pull an audible and, and roll with something that's white hot. I get it. But they were they were hot before, and they still weren't using FTR even whenever it claimed was hot. I mean, there's... You had there's FTR no be the number one contenders from April until last month. Yeah. And then lose it. And then lose it. <laughs> my, my favorite thing from Tony Khan's conference call this week was... I know we have a lot of talent that's being underutilized. I think we may need to do more programming. You can't fucking no. build programming now. And you want to add more programming to the lineup. Nah, they need to get rid of some wrestlers. That's what they yeah. need to do. Yeah, and he doubled down on recruiting and signing more people. <laughs> Maybe that's this week on Dynamite, Dave. <laughs> I mean, it just like there's. I don't put Tony Khan past Vince McMahon booking anymore. Oh no, ride that Usi hot wave. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I will say that for me, this pay per view. Well, fuck it. Let's just let's get into the card. All right, we got three buy-in matches. So there's 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 wait there's three buy-in matches and there's. Ten matches on the main card. Yes, thirteen total. So let's try to roll through these. <laughs> Eddie Kingston versus June Akiyama. Any other point in time in my life, I am ecstatic for this match. But it it was so last minute. Like, yeah. Was that who you wrestled yeah. on Rampage last night? Yeah, that was the tag team match from last night. Which was a really good tag team match. Yeah. Like, Rampage last night was arguably the best show of the week. Maybe not in-ring work-wise, but storyline-wise, there was a lot going on on Rampage last night. So they're kind of, like, settling back into a groove on Rampage. But you just throw this together last minute, like, much of this card, and I... Can, Can we stop Rampage being another show to hype up the pay-per-view, can it just be part of it? Especially when they're going live there. Like to me, that should be the buy-in. Like if you're on Rampage, you shouldn't be on the card the next night. Correct. True. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that to see how it changes the feel for it. Like if you just wrestled last night, why are are we seeing you again tonight? They learned that from WWE. Yeah. Kingston lost last night. Mm. I think he gets a win back tonight. <laughs> uh, I did that purposely. 50 50 book. I'm going to give it to the other guy. Oh, I can't pick Kingston Akiyama. All right, next. These pre-show matches, we're not spending a lot of time on. No. Yeah, no. Got best friends versus the factory. You just get don't care. Stuff. Don't even pick this match. <laughs> Dead ass. AEW Eliminator Tournament. Cage versus Starks. So Starks was legit shoot hurt, which is mm-hmm. why they had to bump the match, which is why we're not getting the finals tonight on the pay-per-view. But then I'd see him on Rampage last night, and he's getting his ass beat by Archer and then takes a choke slam on his steps. From Cage. So if he shoot hurt, why are we having him take all these spots and then go out and wrestle tonight against Cage? 
Like it just <laughs> you get Ray Mysterio into a garage door. <laughs> I yeah, I I got Starks winning this because you know him versus Bandito. I called it from the beginning, so I'm going to stick to my original picks. Bandito's so, in the final now. Yeah, he won. Or no, I'm sorry. Did Page win him? Page beat him on Wednesday. I uh, somebody fact. Remember. Somebody fact check me. I can't remember. Was this was this supposed to end here? It was supposed to yes. be the final. Was supposed to be tonight. Yeah. But Stark's injury kind of threw everything. But then you put this match on the uh, well. It is a semifinal match, but this could be a match on the main card. It takes okay. Ethan won. Page won. Okay. So Paige winning, Paige winning goes back to even more of a fact that MGF is going to win your main event. But we'll touch on that later. So uh, I'm going to go Starks. Oh, yeah. I got to go Starks. I don't care if he's injured. Even if he legit is still, he's got to win. All right, next. Don't any anything? No. Okay. <laughs> I've been watching two months. I could give a damn about this pay-per-view. <laughs> Wait, this is on the pre-show? Nope. Yeah. Now we're on main card. This could be on the pre-show. This, yeah, absolutely could be on the pre-show. You're not, you're not having Sting Jeff no. Jarrett version 46 on the pre-show. Are you kidding me? This is the hottest feud in 25 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sting's jumping off something and the guitar's getting broken. That's it. They <laughs> called it. it. <laughs> Go home. Scorpion Deathlock and match. Yeah. And the dumbass AEW fans gonna say, "Sting, you still got it. This is awesome, like always," because that's how stupid the AEW fans are. I will say this: you might give it to Jeff Jarrett too. <laughs> I think this match will be better than we're making it out to be. Honestly, if I'm just looking at it objectively, do you, but, do you get a turn? No, you don't, because the two legends are over <laughs> are overlooking the young talent. So who cares? Well, the only young talent in this match is Darby. Jay's Again, older than Lethal's old as hell. Yes, who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It is I'm kind of over. crazy that we still kind of put Lethal in that category that he's still the young guy. <laughs> 20, 25 years later in wrestling, because <laughs> he's never gotten that spot, I guess. And just yeah. like, we kind of still consider him like, oh, he's some young talent there. I'm discovered. <laughs> I'm I'm over the Darby Sting dynamic. Same. That needs to move Been along. Yeah. I called that the first night. <laughs> I got Darby and Sting winning. Yeah, I don't, I don't like think they lose. Did they lose on pay reviews? Did they lose it all? Yeah. No. <laughs> Sting and Darby ain't losing. All right, we got a grudge match here. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya. I will say out of this entire card, uh, the women's matches are the matches that I'm most looking forward to. In whatever order you want to book them, that that's what I'm most excited for on this card. So, AEW a 180 from last year to this year. I'm more excited about the women's matches. Yeah, same. To me, this is where you could see the the double turn. Britt's promo on Wednesday night was a very good promo, but it was also a very babyface mm-hmm. promo. I would have no problem at all with a double turn here. Because Soraya is the X Factor. We talked about it a little bit last week. Like, 
the AEW fan base, the 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 quote unquote smart marks, the smartest fans in wrestling, they're very protective of AEW. You're that WWE star coming in. You're already talking about it's my house and everything else. <laughs> if you don't go out there and deliver a five star match for these people, they are gonna turn on you really quickly. So why not just do a double turn? <laughs> God, Rick can come funny. out. Rick can come out of it as a face. She's already a tweener. People boo her and love her, cheer her, wherever. But just do the double turn and have Soraya go full heel. I'd rather see her start out as a heel than a true face. So but I don't you, think I don't think Tony will book it that way at all. How do you will hate her from this? Well, save that for haters match whenever we break it down because. I'll go. Uh, I'll go for it. Soraya's gonna get the win. She's not gonna come in and lose. But I feel like that's gonna put her against the AEW fan base even more. So just do the double turn. So who's the young talent here, Donald? <laughs> Britt. Really, the young talent now? I mean, established in AEW. Age-wise, she's still young talent. Yeah, I, I don't see Soraya losing. Yeah, she she came in, and a loss was not going to hurt Britt Baker. I don't know. Well, I think a loss might hurt Soraya here more than it would Britt. All right. Okay. Steel cage match: Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy. I don't care. They still problem with this. Is no Luchasaurus sure. good to go? I already was in here. <laughs> Still advertised, so give me uh give me and this is the pay-per-view that if you're injured, fuck it. Just, just go out <laughs> you're and gonna, you're gonna tape it up and say I'm you, don't, good. you don't have to work dynamite Wednesday if you work the paper. <laughs> the, the cage added entry to me, but I'm over the storyline. Yeah. Pulling their card. Let's make something else extravagant. Let's throw a cage in it. It's time to move on past this. Yeah. This will be a bathroom break for me. How long has this story been running? Does anybody Three really years. <laughs> Three years. Since That's the turn. Let's, well, I'll yeah. clarify. How long has it been running since the turn? Double or nothing? So May. Is that right? Yeah. It feels like longer. <laughs> Why are we on a third pay-per-view? Because they're ultimately waiting for Christian Cage and his 47-year-old ass to get healthy. So they <laughs> <laughs> move on and then they move on to come back. back. You know, Edge get hurts, he just goes off in, into the woods and just <laughs> reappears later. <laughs> he could have done Taekwon, put put up Taekwon's last comment. <laughs> Tony, you want to grab that? That 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 match ended sixty five million years ago when the asteroid hit. We don't need. Any <laughs> that. I don't care. I'm not even picking a winner in this match. I really don't care about this match. I got Jungle, Jungle Boy. Yeah, Jungle Boy's got to win. He's to win. Dylan McKay's, huh? 
Still a Jungle Boy fan, man. Still a Jungle yeah, Boy fan. I am, yeah. I'm not. They turned me off because he's been stuck with this bullshit for 17 months. When is he going to break out? I guess when this Chris was, jumps back. <laughs> this was supposed to be the springboard to him breaking <laughs> out. He's just been up on the high dive with his knees shaking because he can't jump off. Can I jump yet? No. no. <laughs> Everybody else behind him in line is yelling at him. Mister, <laughs> get off the pot already, dude. <laughs> TBS Championship. Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. Uh, again, I'm interested in this match. Don't know how good the match is going to be, but I'm interested in the match. Nala um, made this fun with me. Yeah, and Tony Schiavone came up with the idea for her to steal the title <laughs> and run with it. So <laughs> Schiavone gets a little bit of credit here. Nyla, this is the best she's looked because she's being herself. Mm-hmm. Nyla is hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. one of the best Twitter followers out there. And, you know, I don't know if you're getting a full J turn with this feud so to speak but um this is the best way for them to have presented nyla to take her serious to beat jade given the fact that jade is beating her before even though it was in a triple threat match like at some point jay gotta lose yeah <laughs> i just don't know if nyla's that person to make her lose i don't think Nyla's the right person to make her lose i think it's not like if, if Nyla if Nyla continues this on character wise, give me Nyla winning because I think she would be obnoxious with the belt and just lean into it full full on and it would be tremendous character work. Jay can go away for a while, come back and be sprinkled in wherever you want to put her. And for um, me, you're building better care. You're you'll, you'll be building better people off of Nyla. Okay. Because this is what I don't want to see happen. I don't want to see Nyla lose, go back to being herself, and then she gets thrown in as, let's say, Jamie Hayter's first challenger because Hayter won. Yeah. Like, we've seen that. With female Lance Archer. Yeah. 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 So, give me we've something seen, different. We've seen Let's them do that with Nyla way too much. Yeah. This is one of those matches that I think the build-up's going to be better than the actual match. I just... I think this is a the, the female version of meat versus meat, and it's just definitely. I'm good. I, I don't. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we'll go with the AW Interim Women's World Championship: Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader. Holy so Tony Storm, Tony Storm came out this week and had some strong words and said, "Hey, Thunder Rose is nowhere to be heard from. She hasn't been around. Nobody's seen her." She's not going to be healthy. Strip her from the damn title and give me the give me the strap. No, not for the interim. Yep. Tony said they're talking, or Tony Khan said that they're talking about it, about possibly making Tony Storm, you know, just champion, taking the interim off. I I forgot Thunder was even on the roster. You're doing these interim. It's like you can't just if you're doing an interim championship, you can't just name them. You know, world champions like yeah, no. ride ride the wave with it until you can do the match. Like yeah. that's the whole point of these interim titles. I've never seen UFC just say, "Oh, you know what? We're we're done waiting. You're just you're just gonna be the champion now." No, you've named the interim champion. It's got to be the interim champion until the end. 
you know, I, I'm not going to necessarily pick this as my match of the night, but this is one that can be a very sneaky match on the card to where after we're done and we look back and go, man, Hater and Tony absolutely killed it. Yes, Dave. Yes. Tighten them turn, bro. <laughs> Tony's isn't as big as it once was, but it's still there. I'm going to go with Jamie Hater. Pull the trigger. Even though it's interim, make the change. And it makes no sense for Tony to drop it because this is what her first actual pay per view defending the belt. So I'm going against all logical booking here with my pick. <laughs> but I really think you can put it on Hater. There's there's more there's more avenues with Hater as champ. Because I don't know where you go if Tony wins. What if you what if you named yeah, it got it got recasted to Nikita Lines? <laughs> so if they stripped if they stripped Thunder Rosa, how would you how would you book that? Would you have a number one contender for somebody to face Tony or they can't story tell, so just strip it and just call it that. Do you just say the I winner of tonight is do you just say the winner of tonight is the AEW women's world champion? I'd put him on Hater and then have him fight for the. Or make another tournament. That sounds more logical. There we go. this bad boy out. (laughs) Battle of the belts in January. Yo, if you if they if they strip Thunder of the title, then it makes sense for Tony to win and retain because then Thunder can come back with the gripe of, yo, you've never beaten me. You're walking. Mm -hmm. You're calling yourself the champ, like. You never beat me. Tony would be the heel in this situation, but you you can't call yourself the champ. I was never defeated. She come back with the belt, something like Sean and Razor. Yeah, why not? This is my belt. This is the real belt. And then we get a ladder match. <laughs> it fits. It fits. I don't know. There's I. I don't want to see Jamie Hayter lose lose the the chance that she deserves based off of the crowd reaction and what they've given to her. Like you run her out on spots like this, and then if you don't capitalize on it at some point, it's going to be like a Statlander situation where they're just not going to care anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about her. So it's very difficult because you don't want to do disservice to Tony with a run by giving it to Jamie. But at the same time, like here's and here's my thing with this. I, I feel, I feel like I'm an, I'm, I'm more seesawing this because I don't think they have a plan moving forward. No, you don't. <laughs> so that's my, I guess that's my biggest gripe on why I'm seesawing between picks because Either way they go, I don't think they have a plan. And I mean, the TBS title has meant more than the than the women's title. So, mm-hmm. I've been saying that since Thunder won the belt. I guess I'll change. I'll go Tony. I'll change my pick. I'll go Tony. 
Final answer, Tony. Tony Storm. <laughs> I used all my lifelines. Tony, run it back at uh, Winter's Coming. Give it to Hayden. Do the switch there. Okay. I'm going, Tony. I don't see her dropping the title tonight. I, I think the fans are behind Hater. I just don't think it's the time for Hater yet. All right. Okay. TNT Championship. Wardlow, Joe, Hobbs. Completely sour grapes in this match for me. I don't lost, lost me in the build. The bit I mean, I get Joe, I get Joe's Joe's promo on Wednesday again explain why it makes sense why. But at the same time, I would have been more invested in just seeing Warlow versus Hobbs. Yes. And then the way they did it Wednesday, you had Joe out in the ring. You had Hobbs come down the ramp. And then you had your babyface champ music hit, and he sneaks out through the crowd to attack. (laughs) What fucking sense does that make? When did baby faces? When did baby faces have to revert to? I'm gonna sneak up and hit you from behind. <laughs> and you know me, I love a good horse fight. I think the match would be good. You got three in this match. That's- <laughs> It's not even a true Oreo match. That's those old school cookies your grandma used to buy from the corner store back in the day when it was half chocolate, half vanilla. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hydrox. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go Wardlow. I honestly I wouldn't mind like a screwy, dusty finish here where all three of these men get counted out because they're just brawling out in the crowd. <laughs> One big DQ. You know, one big DQ. You can't get him back in the ring. Because just... I don't want to see Hobbs take a pin here. I really don't. Like, no. I don't want to see anybody take a pin here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nope. That's why I said just do something where they, they all get counted out. I'm, I'm going Hobbs for the win. Uh, it's time to take the belt off Warbo. They've done shit with the TNT title lately. Give Hobbs. That's- the one and I I don't know if Joe class Wardlow the, the match and then we see Joe and Wardlow next month at the pay-per-view continue that shit on it doesn't seem like it's just going to die out off of this I thought that was Cage's belt no we just what have them to fight for no reason what belt oh, yeah we just had him and Joe fight for no reason always belt you know, when, when Cage laid out Joe and he picked mm-hmm. up that title and Hobbs yeah. laid out Wardlow and he picked up that title, so you thought, logically, <laughs> uh, we'll, get Warlow, we'll get Wardlow versus Hobbs and then we'll get Cage versus Joe at ROH. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't do that. They they rushed Joe versus Cage. They turned Joe and then gave us a triple set. <laughs> and let's put Cage in a different title match altogether. Yeah, yeah you could have given me a four-way here and I would have been I would have been happier based on how More they did it. <laughs> give me, give me Wardlow. I don't know yeah, who's Wardlow. Gonna win. 
before, though. All right. ROH Championship. Jericho, Danielson, Castagnoli, and Guevara. Oh, my God. I don't care. <laughs> Is this the same match they've been running since last year? Well, they just ran like the tag team last match year, on but... <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it. But yes, this is the same BCC JAS matchup yeah. in some other form or fashion. Jericho's not losing. A, Ho- a Hogan not losing? I'll try to turn Sammy to a, back to a face. You can't do that right now. Not gonna happen. All right, Jericho. He's still got to go on this Ring of Honor champion destruction elimination. He's got to destroy it at the pay per view. What if they give you the the finger poke, or are they quilling of it? That would be get, Uber do Sports it. Entertainment. It might do be it. good for that. That might be good for that. Hey. Just do it. Give me another reason to turn it off. <laughs> I mean, Jericho referenced the, hey, you do the right thing, kid, in an interview a couple weeks ago to Sammy. Um, hey, don't make I it just, where, do you, where, where do you want, between this match and Ring of Honor's pay-per-view next month, you, where where do you want Ring of Honor to go? Because well, everything that's been out there, rumor innuendo-wise, is that they're going to get their TV deal. It's going to be announced at the beginning part of the year, and they're going to be off and running. We'll so see. you got to position you got to position everybody now. Jericho, to me, as much of name value as he carries, he's never going to be Ring of Honor. So if you're going to go into your TV deal and you still want a big-name star to have the, the feel, to draw eyes and everything else, then put it on Danielson. Let him be there, the American Dragon, Ring of Honor's rebirth, like a phoenix, coming back from the ashes. They're on national TV. Danielson's your guy, and you can go from there. I need to know what they're going to do with Ring of Honor. What their what their actual plan is? Is Ring of Honor going to be young talent only and be like their NXT, or is it going to be just AEW Dark Three? To me, well, like they do a if they do AEW Dark Three, the brand's dead before it mm-hmm. even gets on TV. It's like I need to know like how they're going to run things because if it's just going to be young talent, cool. Yeah, Jericho can't fit with that. Like no matter how cool he thinks he is, he he won't fit. To me, you got to separate it. Has to be separated. But I feel like if you have Jericho as champion, you want to have him Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. Who's running the car? Who's running the comments? Three hours. Who wants to run them? I I can't pull it up. Do what? Oh, what CD and RH? No, the, the last one. He talked, Chris, you and Dave talked about this. We were talking, you know, about just they needed to get TV and stuff like that, too. And I, I think it should be younger talent. Like, establish the people that they're not using right now. They have so much talent. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I don't know if what Tony Gaughan's thinking is for the brand. I don't know where he wants it because it's just all over the place the past few months. You know, everybody, real quick, everybody's picks. And we can I, talk I got, about that. We can talk about this next month with Ring of Honor. Yeah, I was gonna say, but we'll we'll for the for the Ring of Honor pay per view in December. We'll 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 break down that that card. But I think we should pull up the roster and have a little ROH draft of our own as to who we want to see in Ring of Honor for the brand moving forward. Hmm. We can go from there with that. So okay. we'll we'll table that. So. Keep that, keep that in your memory banks. Um, Sounds like ECW originals versus New Breed. Yeah, I don't want that. Don't, 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 don't bring that up. That's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. All right, so um, everybody got Jericho, right? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> All right, the acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory for the AW World Tag Team Championship. I think it time to kill the hype. Well, no, you, you get the turn. So acclaimed. Acclaimed. This is the last match for Swerve on our glory. Swerve and Lee finally break up. Swerve's a main event player. Mm-hmm. Hands down. So I don't see the acclaim losing here. I hated Wednesday night. You had to come out, do a rap. Then you throw to a music video, and then you come back. Like it's just, we're on a go home show to one of your big four pay per views, and you're doing music videos. There's no reason that Swerve shouldn't came out and interrupted the music video. Like it could have started, then he was like, "No, cut this shit off." He goes, "We got a match going on." Like that. There's no reason they showed the whole music video and then then did the match. I got the acclaim. Oh yeah, I'm going the acclaim too. All right, uh, we got Death Triangle versus the Elite for the Trios Championship. You know what it is. The worst, the worst disservice to bringing back people that I've ever seen done. These are your three biggest stars in the company. One, three of the six stars the company's founded on your EVPs, and you bring them back with a ticking clock that goes off and then a freaking graphic that pops up and you just fade them in. Like it's a PowerPoint presentation from sixth grade. The hell are you doing? Yeah. Pay for that, for that debut. (laughs) We don't want to, we don't want to waste the pop on Wednesday. We want the pop to be bigger at the pay-per-view. You're going to get a pop the same way. (laughs) Why run the freaking vignettes for six weeks? If you just PowerPoint presentation them in on Wednesday (laughs) night. I didn't care about this match because I thought it was just going to be a straight cakewalk to the elite winning the titles again. Hawks promo after the match sold me that hey, I, I at least have a little bit of disbelief that that triangle can win this. And I would have been happier if they would have swerved me all, and it would have been House of Black. Based mm-hmm. on the history with them and Death Triangle. Yeah. And then have the Elite come out afterwards at the pay-per-view. And you get the bigger pop then. If you want to save the pop for the pay-per-view. Could have made it a triple threat? No, I don't need nine guys on the ring apron for that. 
That'd be like a New Japan match. The more bodies, the better. <laughs> they did it before with five on five. I really don't want that triangle to lose because I feel like they they were put in a no win situation when this happened. You know, it'd have been better off not putting the belts on anybody, honestly. Yeah. Um. But here we are. They had the titles. I, you know, you're not going to have Omega and the Bucks come back and then lose. Then you got so, the inner turmoil storyline going. So, well, I'll go Bucks and Omega, even though I want that triangle to win. Yeah, Bucks and Omega. The logic's there for it. I want that triangle to win too. I, I don't. You shouldn't have somebody come back just to take the belts back. I feel like Death Triangle is breaking up. Yeah. They've had a nice run. No, they consistent, unfortunately, but no, they have it. Don't, don't, don't. There's no way. There's nothing nice about the run they've had. That's it's been inconsistent, but this is definitely they should, be an established, they should be an established top tier team right now that's protected. Who else? I mean, let's, think about, let's think about this trios division from. from Realistically, there's no group in AEW other than the elite that's protected. JAS, no, because they, mean? They, they, they they'll bring people in and out of that constantly, so it's not protected. It's been the same people. There's there's nobody been in and out of. They've JAS. added Sammy into there. They've run. They've added Anna, but they don't lose. So how are they not protected? Still suck. <laughs> But this this whole hype for a trios division, and you have two teams right now. To me, the only like uh, three. I put House of Black in there, but House of Black isn't. They're not there yet. Like you're getting vignettes. They they were there. They were there and didn't do anything, and then they went away. Malachi thought about quitting. And Tony Khan talked him out and brought him back. So now they're revamping it and getting it running again. But yeah, there, there's no other viable contenders. Best friends, no. Uh, <laughs> got the wingman out there, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, 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 they could be whipping posts, but no. <laughs> no, no, that's safe for Dante Martin and his brother and Matt that. No, I will say, give no. me, give me AR Fox and Top Flight as a trios team. Could be, could do that, yeah. I don't see them being the people to take it off the They'll just be there for enhancement. That's their job. <laughs> Unlimited potential. There'll be somebody stat padding. I don't know. We just it's like we come in and we talk about these pay-per-views, and it was like, oh well, all all in or all out, whatever they're calling it, was supposed to be a hard reset. And it was going to get back on track. And then CM Punk drove that bus off a cliff. So now it's like, oh, full gear, full gear is the hard reset. And we're going to get AEW back to how we was. I, I don't have any faith in them doing the reset and actually turning the corner and coming out guns a-blazing to where I must see Wednesday night every single week. It's been a bad 11 months, and I don't see it getting reset. Then you got to book right back to the winner is coming. And an ROH pay per view. And then battle the belts. 
Didn't that just happen? How many Battle of the Belts are there? One, once a quarter. Then you mean battle, battle to retain because no champ ever loses. And I feel like we're going through this card. Besides that triangle, there, no champ is going to lose. Maybe Moxley. But. All right, let's get into that. AW <laughs> World Championship, Moxley versus MJF. <laughs> Taekwon's quote. AR <laughs> Fox, Fox and type tough. Yeah. <laughs> Jay's the fourth member of that team. AR <laughs> Fox looked like on Wednesday night. He came out looking like he just he could smoke a pack of Newports and drop forty at the Rucker. <laughs> like he just like that old head that just oh, you want to get in this game? Yeah, young fella, put put my square down, do a quick stretch, and then go drop forty and dunk all over you people. That's what he did on Wednesday night. <laughs> did we see him somewhere? He was in Lucha Underground. No, I'm in like live. Yeah, I was gonna say Jason didn't watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like he might have been at that that uh GF, GFC or whatever. I know I've never seen him live. Oh. But yeah, all right, what's next? That's true. Moxley and MJF. Moxley and MJF. Yep. I mean, we've we've hit on this throughout the, the show mm-hmm. so far. Um Total I got fans. MJ. I got MJF winning with Regal turn. Total fans are getting mocks. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, what was the whole point of him coming back and new and everything? If we're not gonna give it to him, yeah. the whole Vegas thing, airport situation, fan fest situation, everything with that. And since their main Hogan ain't here to give up the title, make Malcolm big. Their current big Hogan is here. That's who's dropping it. <laughs> the young talent went in. That's right. Yeah, they need to. If MJF doesn't win tonight, I'm gonna be pretty upset. Like I always say in wrestling, push the young talent. We'll there's, see if they do. There's not a lot of reason that I want to watch AEW lately. So if MJF at least wins the title, I'll see what they do on Dynamite on Wednesday. See if things actually move forward. But if they don't, it's going to be the same shit. I think there's, there's, more, there's more intrigue. MJF winning clean is okay. But that doesn't suit MJF. But what is, is he? Why I want the, which is why I want the Regal turn to go along with it. I, I don't want MJF winning clean. I want him to pull a heel move and hit him with a diamond ring. Because he keeps saying he's going to win clean and not hit him with a diamond ring. Fucking do it. That's your heel. <laughs> Regal, brass knucks. I'm telling you, it's there. MJF I don't want to diamond... see Regal turn. Be with MJF, puts on the dim- MJF puts on the diamond ring. The crowd is losing their shit. He's looking at the ring. He's looking at the crowd. Looks down at the ring. Looks at the crowd. He takes the ring off and drops it out the ring. The crowd pops even louder. It's Regal nuts. spins mocks around, hits him with the brass knucks. One, two, three. Crowd boos the shit out of Regal and MJF. You're getting I- William Morrissey. 
I don't need, I don't need, I don't need the money. I'd rather see MJF steal the brass knucks off of Regal and him use the brass knucks on him and say, well, I didn't use the diamond ring. I'd rather see Mox use the diamond ring and win. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> No. Whatever happens, I'm still not watching Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> that couple needs wholesale changes. The MJF winning promo on Wednesday would be gold. Kick off the show. That music hits. Yeah. All right. Final go round. I got MJF. Moxley. MJF. Donald, thanks for chiming in. Good job. Um, Young talent. Match of the night. Do I actually give a shit about any of the matches? That's the problem. Give me the cage match. Match of the night is college football on ESPN. I mean, for me, the most obvious pick here is the trios. Just because those six guys don't put out bad matches. Um, we've seen what Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks have done together. We've seen mm-hmm. what Pac and Kenny Omega has done together. So you put those six in a ring, kind of hard to have a bad match there. Um, I'll go Ring of Honor title match. The four-way? Yeah. You fuck. All right. Well, I'm not even... <laughs> You guys well just said Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lee, little stinging Darby. If you're picking that, I'll go the most obvious. I'll pick the trios. All right, uh, hit us up on social media. Let us know what picks we got right, what we got wrong. Um, you're matching tonight, and whether or not you're actually buying this pay per view, I want to know that. Do we put a Twitter poll not. out there? Put a Twitter poll out there. Are you buying AEW full gear, yes or no? I won't, be buying, it or, I won't be buying it or watching it tonight. So, I, I'm, I'm curious to know the results. So I'll put a poll up after the show. Okay. Um, all right. For the sake of time... Um, well, actually, let's get into this because, or no, we'll say we'll save the debate. This that I sent over, save it for next week, because okay. okay. it'll 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 tie in the Survivor Series. So we'll save it for next week. Time to um, drink. Time to drink. Chug, 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 chug. chug. All right, Jay. This week's drink of the week we have crooked, crooked core cran apple. Going classy oh, today. Yeah. This is 8% alcohol. I don't know if it's a wine or a cider. I think it's wine. It's, it's a cider wine. They had it under. Is there a cider wine? Oh, we're about to find out. Yeah. But you can find it at arrowheadwine.com. So they have wine in the in the website. So I'm thinking yeah. Arrowhead Wine Cellars is the name. It says. Yeah. From yeah, Northeast so PA. I didn't even know that was a town. So this is our first wine review on the Drink of the Week segment. I feel like more is coming. Your boy might get a little fancy. (laughs) You can smell the the cranberry. 
Does anybody have a wine glass at all? I do, no, but I, I didn't pull it out. No. <laughs> I think I have everything else but. I went with the regular glass. I didn't feel like pulling out the wine glasses. Red Solo. <laughs> Solo <coming> cup. <laughs> they say the lines mean something. I don't know. Does it? it does they do. Yeah. The fir first line's a shot. Um, and then the rest of them I don't remember because normally I fill shots up to the top. I don't use it. It's a carbonated wine. Mm -hmm. That's what's making me enjoy it. I like this. I like this. I feel like because it's in a bottle, we need to put a brown paper bag around it and really drink it like a crackhead. <laughs> Picky out. Look at the last comment. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a huge wine guy. No. There's a couple wines out there that I'll drink. I would absolutely throw this in my list. This isn't bad. Like I like the cranberry. I like the bite from the cranberry. Um the little fizz from the carbonation is is helping, you know, more than just like the flat wines that you normally drink. I'm more of a of a Moscato wine drinker. I like my sweeter wines compared to my dry wines. So um, bougie. <laughs> so unless, it, unless, it's, unless it's homemade Dago Red, I'm I'm pretty much drinking Moscato. That's all That's, I drink. Yeah. So if you if you don't got homemade Dago Red wine, I'm I'm pretty much not touching wine unless it's you know a sweet Moscato. But I would add this into the rotation for sure. Eight percent alcohol. This will get you. Yes. Get you loose and loosey. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I would add. This. I would add this into the Christmas rotation just from the cranberry aspect of it. This is good. This is good. I like it a lot. Probably one of the better wines that I tasted because I'm not a wine drinker. But I'll give this a four. Same. I'll stick four. This isn't my type of wine at all. Like like I said, I'm I'm a dried Dago red person. You're the bougie one. You're the one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nice little glass with with my pasta dinner. But yeah, I'm, I'm not into sweet wine. No, but you, but but you swirl, you swirl it. You give it a couple <laughs> sniffs and all that yeah. stuff. See, it's so got the nice legs to it. And... <laughs> so far for me, like the cap wine has been sweet, and the cork wine has been like the nasty shit, the fancy shit. Is that what about the box wine, Jay? You messed with the box wine? I, never, I ain't never messed with box wine. No, mess with Franzia. <laughs> no. That might be the next one when we. There's way better box wines out there than Franzia. <laughs> I'll add that. In. I'll give that a four four point two five. I wish you could find this in stores instead of having to go online. To, to it's not box bad. wine. Box it's wine is top tier, Dave. Absolutely. It's it's a decent wine. It's not my my style. I'm gonna go three, but it's still good. <laughs> Taekwon, it, you got to have the box wine in the crib for the single mothers. You got to do it right, bro. Mm -hmm. Have it out there, you know. Just like you need the the satin sheets for for the lady, you got to have the box wine for the single moms when they come over. You know, box wine and Capri Suns. Box wine, put on Paw Patrol, and you can go handle business. <laughs> Who's the box wine for in that situation? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
I'm 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 good on this. Four point two five. And hit us up. All right, what well, we going into sports or we going into one guy go? No, let's let's go into sports because it'll tie into drink of the week too with my sports comment. All right, so we're not going to stay here real long because, I mean, there is stuff going on in sports, but nothing real relevant except for the World Cup, right? The World Cup is getting ready to kick off. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of issues surrounding the World Cup. Um, a lot of changes have been made. But to tie into the Drink of the Week segment we just had, the government in Qatar came out this week and – pulled the, the rug out and said uh, there will not be alcoholic beverages served at all in the stadiums or in the permitted areas around the stadiums for the games. This, they've worked really hard to get this because culture-wise, everything else, you know, alcohol you can only buy over there in restaurants or in hotels. Um, some individual on Twitter actually mapped out the route of all the spots that serves alcohol you know, of course. Around, in and around Cutter. Um, I mean, how are football you, fans going to watch the game without alcohol? Yeah. Um, and I get it. Hey, culturally, alcohol is not a part of their culture. Yeah. I understand it. Um, but they FIFA and them worked out a deal to where they would be allowed to serve alcohol inside the stadiums and in permitted areas around. Okay. They've changed that. So by them changing that, it's cost Anheuser-Busch, so Budweiser, who's the main sponsor for the FIFA World Cup, $75 million in revenue. Wow. Um, so huge hit, and it was done literally four days before the first match is set <clears throat> to kick off. Um, opening round games, I believe, start on the 21st or 22nd. So Monday, I believe, Monday or Tuesday. Um, Is it the women that start then tomorrow? I saw there's some games tomorrow, but I did see something tomorrow. Yeah. Um, because they said it wasn't going to affect. The uh, broke up. Yeah, because they said it wasn't going to affect the uh, NFL ratings. Yeah, so I believe it's Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, but um, am I saying cutter like that as a bit? No, that's how you say it. That's how you say it. It's not Qatar. It's Qatar. Yeah. It used to say it. Qatar. It used to a long time ago, but not now. Yeah, Urban Dictionary that, Dave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Trebek out here pronouncing things properly. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I had. Um, yeah, the price of buds going up. Yeah. There is a game tomorrow at 11 a.m. So Kicks off tomorrow. USA plays Wales first game at two o'clock on, I believe, Monday or Tuesday. Monday. Now. So I'll be, I'm going to have to stream that at work somehow. Yeah. I haven't figured that out yet. Don't tell my boss. Um, do, we, do we care about the men's? I don't know if the we're men's World Cup, Absolutely. Okay. I thought we just cared about the women's. No, we're watching it. But this, yeah. men, this U.S. men's team is really young. Okay. Um, they're probably a full World Cup away from actually contending and being a serious factor. So when the World Cup is here in the U.S. in 2026, they have a 
they have a better chance than based off of where they're at age wise talent wise they have it's probably the most talented team we've seen from the u.s in a really long time this is whether or not that youth and experience in a world cup setting will hurt them or help them um they have some deficiencies but you know youth and a lack of fear may be able to overcome those so do I see the U.S. getting out of group stage and making it to the round of 16? I do. Whether or not they're able to advance from there, I don't know. Best case scenario, they get to round of eight. I don't see them making it to the semifinals. So um, from not getting into the last World Cup to getting to the round of eight in this World Cup, knowing how young the team is with the aspects and aspirations for 2026 here in the U.S., that'll be a good showing so but uh i think argentina is probably the favorite brazil's up there you know your usual heavy hitters um so yeah i'll be a world cup mark like i usually am it's just odd that it's coming on in the winter time you know this time of year instead of in the summer yeah so something to watch at least for me yeah, something else to watch. Absolutely. Summer down there. Hot shit there. Yeah. Yeah, just we'll see. Yeah, I mean, camera crews and news news stations are already getting cameras ripped out of them by security and smashed on the ground for shooting stuff. Like it's it's just a big it never should have been there in the first place, but we're we'll save that and we're not gonna go into that on this show. Um yeah. As usual. So, anything else in sports anybody wants to touch on? He sent us a video on how to properly pronounce it. Qatar. Don't <laughs> <laughs> listen to Siri. No, that's the Google pronunciation. Oh, like Google Translate is the best thing as far as that goes. Yeah, that's getting people a long way in, in other countries. Dave. Listen. I'm going to say cutter. Mama says cutter. Okay. Daddy says cutter. I'm going to say cutter. Okay. Because I went with Qatar and then I stopped that because everybody I heard nationally mm-hmm. or prominently talking about it says cutter. So Qatar, cutter, tomato, tomato. I don't know. Pick a saying. <laughs> Still get a wasted kegs over there. Anything else sports-wise? Nope. Good. All right. I don't feel like talking about football right now. Really, same old shit as far as that goes. Um, next week is the big week. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, a couple other big-time matchups. Um, well, where's uh, no Nate today? Yeah, no Nate today. That Cincy matchup. Yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't want to. He didn't want to come on and comment after the last beating that we gave them. Um, <laughs> hold on, really wasn't a beating. It was we got out of here by the skin of our teeth. So, but I'll take pierogies over Skyline Chili any day of the week and twice on Sunday. So, all right, let's jump into one. Got to go. <laughs> All right, uh, before we get into last week's results. Uh, so, you know, it's a holiday season. Sometimes I feel like I have a cold heart. 
Yeah, and I actually feel like last week when Steve went so hard in on his answer, I was just like, I'm looking forward to seeing what the fans vote this week. And the fans did not disappoint because y'all voted Rocky Four off every moment. And it just, it melted my heart a little bit. <laughs> Listen, I 1000% guarantee people did not understand the assignment when it came to voting. There's no way on God's green American earth do you vote Rocky Four's montage off the list. No way. They're all cold weather fans. And I'm not going to go back into them again. You can go back, find the clip, watch the show. Okay. All right. Especially coming off of an election week against un American people. Rocky Four off the list. Yeah. I'm not even I'm not even taking that it might have been a misvote this week. They they voted off Rocky Four. That's that's what I'm going with. I saw the results. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, it, it was all it was all the all the results. Everyone was Rocky Four, Rocky Four. Unanimous. <laughs> there was like Unanimous. one here, one here, one here, and that was it. You know. Unanimous as in it's the greatest Rocky montage of the four, and people were voting for their favorite. Not the yes. one that gotta go. Yes, We've been doing this game for two goddamn years, people. Learn they, how to vote on the segment. One yeah. gotta go. It was like hey, you, title. Title. Long, you gotta get it wrong. I'm going to read the title. <laughs> so you've got to spin Don't it his way. <laughs> oh, I will die on that hill. I'll be custard. I'll be any other general. Uh, yeah, there's no way Rocky Ford can vote it off the list. All right, Jason, you ready? I'm ready. So uh, I had this one thinking about it for a while, but I seen somebody say, uh, if she sees a guy with boxers, she says he's still childish and doesn't have his shit together. So I was like, you know what? Let me put this out here just to see women's take. But I'll give ours too. Unmentionable. I don't even know how we. I don't even know how we. Yeah, how we vote vote. On this because this is strictly for the ladies, and you got four. No, you can get yours too. Men can go too, but I'm saying I want ladies' opinions too. Well, we have ladies that yeah, vote ladies. on the show every single week. Which, yeah. Thank you, ladies. We appreciate you for showing support. But I don't want to see like Boston Breach Commando, and then they don't know, like, oh. Well, I'm not looking at <laughs> another man now. wearing. I'm not looking at another man wearing one of these and going, I'm turned off. I'm not saying you. I'm saying your but, preference, but they're turning. So how are we voting on this if this is a ladies thing? It's not for ladies. I just want their opinion too. <laughs> In parentheses, ladies, what's it turn off for you? I'm not a lady. I can't look at these. This is a turn off for me. I, Maybe what don't you do? Yeah, what, <laughs> what have you never worn or not worn? Which one of these won't you wear? Or not? Wear. I don't do. I mean, I don't wear it's it's the same, but I want ladies to vote. You know, I want ladies to look at him like Boxer Breach Commander. This ain't for me. No, I want their turnoffs too. I I don't I don't wear brief. Uh, are briefs considered tidy whities? Yep. Tidy whities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Those those got to go. No. No. No man above six or seven <laughs> years old should be wearing briefs. Okay. Bottom line. If you what if, if you what are, if if you are above seven and you have on tidy whities. 
I don't know what what needs to happen for you to change your life around, but something needs to happen because there's issues there that we need to discuss deeper. Okay, right? not wearing tighty whities. I used to do boxers full time, but then I switched to boxer briefs. But now I enjoy going commando. I like it. Okay, gives me freedom down there. Right? Let's let's it breathe. Okay, I. I throw on the boxer the boxer briefs whenever I go to work and all that. I'm not a savage. I don't go commando in jeans or dress pants, right? But you know, from sitting at the crib, I'm commandoing it up, right? I never I'm commando right now with sweatpants. Commando right now, okay? Talk nice and nice, nice, you know. I'm out there in my sweatpants, enjoying the day. Man, if I sit on your couch again, there better be a some sort of like uh you gotta head out the plastic a cloth on it or something. <laughs> like grandma's I'm not sitting butt naked <laughs> on the couch. Still too much. One thousand percent Taquan. My wife calls me Eeyore because of my negative disposition, but <laughs> sometimes you gotta rock out with your cock out. Things happen. Uh <laughs> I don't think a man should wear white drawers at all. That's that alone. Uh, Why? Just, uh, I've been seeing people get aired out online for shitty draws, <laughs> and I don't trust it. <laughs> um, commando got to go. I can't have a seam riding my ass on anything. So yeah, nah. Why you don't do it wearing dress pants or jeans? Sweatpants, gym shorts, hoop shorts. Nah, I can't. Nah, I don't got a seam up the crack of my ass right now in sweatpants. Out. <laughs> We're not splitting the cheeks with a seam. Like, what are we doing here? What sweatpants are you buying? Hey, when you stand up, there's there's a seam somewhere, man. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta see my shit. Nah, I'm not. Uh-uh. I'll never wear briefs, or yeah, I'll never wear tidy whities. But commando gotta go. So I'll, wait, you will never wear briefs, but you're kicking commando off the list. I'm, I'm doing neither, but uh, yeah, briefs ain't up my ass. <laughs> like the seam of jeans, nah. Boxer, boxers and boxers briefs will ride up your ass too. I wore boxers one time, and that was too much swingage, too much movement. <sighs> this is man, man, this is TMI for sure. <laughs> so much, I'm giving this the AEW treatment because <laughs> he wears tight whities. Absolutely, drawer full of them. Through the looms, definitely. <laughs> I get them on uh, Black Friday sales every year. <laughs> the hardcore. The hardcore. Yep. The solid blue line around the waistband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I wear boxer briefs, and I, I don't. I won't wear regular boxers, but uh, tidy. Yeah, tidy whiteies got to go. There, there's no reason adults should wear tidy whiteies. I feel like if you if you're with a lady, right, and mm. you're getting to the point where things are going to get interesting, and if you drop your pants out of these four options, 
the tidy whiteys are you're getting laughed out the room. You just killed everybody. <laughs> like there's no, I don't even know why this is even a question on what the ladies are gonna vote on. And if you are a lady out there that prefers their man in tidy whiteys, please hit me up on social media and let me know. Why you prefer a man in tidy whites? I see the lady lady have a different debate. She said no boxer briefs. You ain't got your shit together. You're childish. Boxer briefs? Yeah. Or not boxer brief boxers. Well, she's a cut off right there anyway. Yeah. Because it's material to her. So she's cut off the list anyway. Go find a hood rat. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, if you pick (laughs) briefs, if you like your man in tidy whities and you want to come on the show next week to explain it. Please do. You got box of briefs on. You got your shit together. You got your shit together. <laughs> yeah, I'll spit that hot fire right back. <laughs> right. I back. mean, that's like that's like saying you prefer a woman in granny panties. Like, it, what it, are we doing here? Why are we having this discussion? It doesn't matter. Because you're comfortable. It's material. It's comfortable. I don't like the thongs. Give me it's, the. It's mater- women material. Women can whatever they want to. It's material stuff. True. You can go commando. Yeah. What's your personality like? That means how you get your shit together. What's your finance oh, look like? Senti- now we're going sentimental. <laughs> it is. is. Uh, it is. So I only like you because of your personality and you're kind-hearted. <laughs> but what's your, your 401k like so I can drain it? <laughs> <laughs> you, think, <laughs> you think prison broads, they got no 401k. <laughs> They got money in the mattress. They can diversify in prison. I think he wore tidy whites in prison. In prison. <laughs> I think they give them boxers. <laughs> so many clips of the week right there. So many clips of the week right there. Wrap up the show. Final five. like how how am i like realistically how am i supposed to go into uh hey thanksgiving's coming up this week do a nice positive gratitude quote after we just had that discussion how is that possible? What do you wear? What do you wear on Thanksgiving? Whenever you know, you know, you're gonna be bloated and everything. Those commando, <laughs> more room. What pants are commandoing up, bro? What are you talking about? Family around going commando. Got the meat sweats all just all the juices in there in the sweatpants. Swamp ass. Listen, don't knock it till you try it. I was against the commando thing. Okay. <laughs> I was against it completely, one hundred percent. But once I did it, I threw pants away. Listen, I'm not against it. I just don't do it. <laughs> Turkey moist. <laughs> don't ever say my name in moist again, Taco. <laughs> I can't even find my gratitude quote. <laughs> Fuck did I say that at? All right, so while you're looking that up, make sure you follow us on all social media, including Twitter while it's still around, at DumbMarksPod. Uh, head over to DumbMarksPod.com for all the links and more. Make sure you subscribe so you get notifications when we go live each week. 
And as Steve mentioned before, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbMarksPod for 20% off for their Black Friday sale that ends on Monday, November 28th, Cyber Monday. Absolutely. Uh, Ten whole days of, of savings. Um, <clears throat> final thoughts from you guys? Uh, yesterday was the 30th anniversary of uh, Death of Superman, which is uh, feels like so damn long ago. It does. Um, was there any comic book that was hyped that much for you? That was the comic that got me into comics. It was? So, yeah, 30 years ago, I got into comics. It was by the time I was reading comics, like all the Marvel stuff already been out. So Nothing else has ever oh, um, been as good. Civil War. Okay. The first Civil War. That was the one you anticipated? Yeah. Okay. I got nothing for me on the comic book front. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't um, Watchmen. I, I never. I didn't get into Watchmen. Didn't I still like considered the best comic book of all time? <sighs> it was for the longest. Yeah, time, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about free balling the big blue dude. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh. couple entertainment things for me, real quick. Uh, Streets of Rage movie. From John Wick's creator um, at Lionsgate is is rumored to be in the work. Nice. Um, they want to turn Streets of Rage into a feature film. All right, that's that's a game that I could back um, as being turned into a movie there. Which um, one? Streets of Rage one? You get two. You gotta get the first one. Yeah. You, you can't have the second one without the stuff happening in the first one. We can get right. Come on, you can't jump. <laughs> Don't be Resident Evil with this. And then. Um, FX's uh, Alien series. The scripts are done. Filming set to start in 2023. So the Alien franchise will be turned into a series on FX. Um, FX typically doesn't miss with series. Like usually everything FX does series wise. I can't really think of a true stinker that I didn't watch or enjoy. Um, so I'm, a, I'm excited to, to get that out there to see how that plays out um, from that standpoint. And then real quick, uh, we talked about 180 uh, in wrestling for, you know, WWE and AEW, but one other thing for a 180 with AEW's pay-per-view tonight, last year's show sold out, right? This year's show, ticket sales really struggling to sell. Um, There was a tweet that was sent out from uh, the AEW Freakazoid, take it what you will for the name, but um, there was an email that was sent out from the uh, Bridgeport Islanders where they're holding the show at the Total Mortgage Arena, sent out in regards to um, the show and offering it to WWE fans saying, hey, we've noticed you were here before in the past. WWE, we have this other show coming into town, AEW. Oh, the arena. Interested in the arena. Being, would you be interested in tickets um, for premium seating, etc.? respond back? So that just goes to show you how hard, how much times has changed um, from that aspect. So you tampering with the fans. <laughs> 
Let's we'll see here. Um, the arena wants their money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lastly, um, looks like they've sold about 11 out of the 12,000 tickets. Okay. Well, I wonder how many of those have been late last minute purchases. That's good. Checking to see if there's an update. That was from the other damn gun on. <laughs> But that's not the first time I've heard of AEW struggling to sell tickets recently. Mm-hmm. So, no. um, but with that being said, um, we'll be back next Saturday after Thanksgiving. Obviously, um, enjoy your time with your family, your friends. If you're going to be out commuting between different houses, be safe, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Enjoy the time, um, and just you know reflect on the year that was. Um, if you're fortunate enough to be with family and friends, uh, take it, don't take it for granted. Um, you know, I look forward to it. Everybody will be here at, uh, my casa this week. So, um, I think we have 17 or 18 people coming over right now. The list is only continuing to grow. Um, where are they all going to park? My driveway can fit about six or eight cars in it. Okay. Um, your boy might show up cousin Pete here. (laughs) because <laughs> yeah, yeah. of mark yeah hey you know that you know the vibes come come through we'll have plenty of food stop over later on for the for the thursday night game whatever um grab it to go plate i know you don't bring nothing jay but but oh, you have yeah, it, so. nope. um, open tape not making what, was it being, oh hell no strike but with it being Thanksgiving, um, you know, and the holiday to express gratitude, uh, what you're grateful for. So with that being said, gratitude helps you see what is there instead of what isn't. Gratitude helps you see what is there instead of what isn't. So embrace what is there. Don't worry about what's not. And with that being said, enjoy your time with your family, friends, loved ones. Thanks for tuning in this Saturday. And I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. Tell a Mark. Until next time, y'all can catch us around the way. Thank you.